Bummer. So I'm going to kick it off. Kick uh, it. While, while you're sitting there stroking those uh, penthouse magazines. Oh, mate, look at the view I have here in front of me, mate. Kindly delivered by um, our previous yes. uh, guest. Mind you, I was at home the other day, right? And I'm on a team call because, you know, we're all working from home and all this corona bullshit. And um, I'm on a team call and all of a sudden <laughs> I hear the doorbell ring. So I press my door monitor thing and I go, yeah, hello. Yeah, Australia Post. It's, it's this like real weird toothless lady that is my, our postie. I go, okay, cool. No problems. I'll be there in a sec. And she's waiting at the front door with this big box. And it just says, Christopher Landis Angelopoulos with my address on there. Nothing else. I'm like, oh, okay. What the fuck did I order? I don't remember ordering anything. <laughs> anyway, I take it inside and I open it up going, I'm, I'm shaking it as I'm walking down the hallway. Thinking, is this like a joke or something? So I'm shaking it and uh, I get down to the end and uh, I open it up and what it is? Like a whole bloody stack. Of of penthouse magazines. Well, look, it's always uh, the piece of the puzzle that's the most important, mate. Uh, so um, there's this, some amazing covers right there. It says your image has violated community guidelines, mate. So yeah, uh, so I actually read that magazine. So um, there's the main article in that one is about um, social media and uh, just you know all the. Uh, exploiting that Facebook is doing and de and uh, deleting um, posts and stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you Anything what, I don't, I don't take the subway often, but uh, according to this magazine, maybe we might have to, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> make, nice sure, you there, make sure uh, you don't lean on the door. Yeah, look at that. Do not lean on door, but uh, she's enjoying herself. But it's not just a magazine about uh, nudity, mate. It's actually got some uh, deep concepts. It's got men's fashion I can see in here, mate. Uh, uh, saw some men's fashion, some nice shoes. Actually, I might actually uh, see where I can buy these from, mate. Uh, beautiful. Look at that. Sensational. But uh, let's get to the podcast, mate. Hey, uh, and since you spoke about Subway, I'm going to talk about transportation. Transportation. Because right? this is something that's on, that, like just, what is it? Um, gets my goat. What's that term? Get your goat. <laughs> get what? your motor running. Floats my boat. No, it's not. No, this doesn't my boat. float my boat. This grinds my gears. Grinds mate. my gears. That's the one. All right, I'll use that. Now, there's another one with the word goat in it. I can't remember now. But anyway, stroke the goat or something. Oh, we're great. Penthouse we're, style. Yeah, we we fuck the goats. Anyway, <laughs> so all right. So talking about transportation, let's talk about our everyday method of transport, which is the car. I want to get uh, uh, this is this grinds my gears to the point where I just want to smash someone. Uh. All right. So the other day I go early in the morning. I go to my local supermarket. There's an undercover car park that has about um, two hundred car parks. Two hundred. Right. Boom. Now I got there that early that there was literally one car. Okay, in that car park, <laughs> one car. Now that one car was as you entered. To the right. Now I had to pick the first car park. Couldn't pick another car park. Had to get the first one. Well, right. look, it was the it was literally the car the car park right next to the mm. entrance. Okay, I'd do that. That would be me. Yeah. If that car park was available, that would be me, because I just love being right next to the entrance. It's a quick exit. You know what I mean? I don't have to walk through the car park with the shit that I buy. <laughs> so, I drive into the car park. There's 200 car spaces. Well, 199 because there was one the car in there. The other guy's gone. Now, 
I park the car. So the car park is sort of like, have you been to the Hilton shopping yes. center? So it's like three car parks, a post, three car parks, a post, three car, you know, yeah, yeah, continuous. Yeah. So I park my car in the middle car park of the second lot of three cars. That's your mistake, man. Right? It's nowhere near the front <laughs> door. It's nowhere near the door. It's um, 20 meters, let's say, from the entrance. Okay? So I parked it in the middle. Yeah. Now, I go do my shopping. I come back out. I have three bags full of groceries in my hands. It's hard enough that there, you know, there's like oil in there. There's <laughs> cans of drink in there. There's cans of uh, tomatoes and whatever else oh, I had to buy. Tomato sauce. You know, the, the wife sent me on an early morning mission to go do all the grocery shopping. So I walk back out. There's a fucking car parked right next to my driver's side of the of my car. And they got the entire car there park. There is mate. an entire empty fucking car park and they park right next to my damn car. I know, they, that's fucking stupid. Now I'm not the skinniest bloke. And I had to squeeze my fat ass through the fucking <laughs> gap between that dickhead's car. And the fuck and my car. Yeah, I know that that, that that grinds my third gear, mate. It's incredible. Um, but I've had a lot of instances like that whereby, and this is the mistake you made, mate. You got to get in this. If there's three in a row, like with a, a couple of columns, get into the column side, mate. Get into the column, push the car right over. Yeah, but that's what I hate about the column. The column is that you know, like if I park. I don't know whether I can park too close to the column. I drive a, a four-wheel drive. So <laughs> I don't know if I can park too close to the column without scraping my car. And at the same time, I can't park too far away from the column in that car park yeah. because I might be hanging over the other line. Yeah. So it's like, I'll take the middle park. Now, when there's 200 fucking car parks and you park in nah. the middle, would you actually think some dickhead will come along and take the car park right next to you. There's always one, mate. Did you check if they have any stickers or tissue boxes anywhere, mate? They had tissue boxes in the back. <laughs> there you go. I rest my case, they folks. Had, they had tissue boxes in the back and... That is the ultimate worst yep. driver, man. And um, Now, you know what the other thing is? You know when you're getting out of the car, someone, there's like car parks everywhere, but they want to park next to you. And you can't even get out of your car because they want to try and get in. So oh, yeah, yeah. So then you close They've the door. They've got no fucking patience. No, you close the door and then the car goes in and then they're opening their door. They're opening their passenger door and you're still stuck inside the car, mate. The wife's already gone inside the trolley. She's got everything. And we're still waiting to get out of the car on the driver's side. It's terrible. And then the other day we got uh, some takeaway and we're standing there. And they, you know how someone parks in and they keep their wheels turned. So they're not even straightening up. They're like turned. So they leave it parked. Four-wheel drive on an angle in the other space. Uh, like two cars on either side and you couldn't get a car in between, mate, because they had just parked all over the shop. It's, it, I don't know what, what goes on in their mind, mate, when they go to park. But they, uh, Do you know the other day I rocked up to my parents' house to go grab uh, to go have a coffee and there's, um, I'm not shitting you now. I'm not shitting you. Uh, an old family friend of my parents, <laughs> he drives a, well, probably 20-year-old Mercedes, right? Was parked in the driveway. And what's the first thing do you think I see in that car? Tissue box. No, no ah. tissue box. What's uh, what's another thing that we discussed? Uh, something in the windscreen? Yeah. There was 
a fucking crocodile, a one meter, <laughs> one meter goddamn crocodile, crocodile across his dashboard. There you go, folks. right? Not a live one, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But a, a one meter crocodile across his dashboard of the windscreen. Why the hell would you have a crocodile on your dashboard, mate? Fuck do I know, mate? But this guy's never been a leather um, importer or. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. No, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know no, how to I answer feel that. With you. I'm actually with you there, man. I hate those sort of drivers and parkers and people that just have no patience, unfortunately, mate. Uh, you know, the worst thing is when you're trying to find a car park, especially when you go to like Marion Shopping Centre at uh, Christmas time and they've got the 50-hour uh, shop, whatever it is, 52-hour shop, and uh, you can't even find a car park, mate. You're just like going around in circles, around in circles trying to find one. You finally find one. And you can't even fit in it because there's two cars that haven't parked properly, mate. So it's it's ridiculous. Get your license again, guys. Folks. This is the toilet trash project with Val and JG. Um, two blokes with absolutely no, no fucking, fucking idea. idea. Um, As you're talking about the toilet, I was in there for most of the evening, uh, and my stomach is not the best, mate. I was, I was actually trashing the toilet tonight, man. So all right, uh, hold your thought. Let's play our intro, and we're going to come right back yeah. to that. All right, we're back. Backing. JG had to go take another shit. Oh, he's been shitting all like I, I rock up and he's literally sitting mate, on a pile of shit. That ceramic has just been taking a beating, man. It's just uh, incredible how much you can just come out of you. Have you ever thought how racist we are by sitting on a toilet? Why? Because we fucking make those white toilets black. <laughs> Like with the shit that we do, we colour the crap out of color it, don't we? it, mate. Hey, blackface um, toilet, mate. I, I think I think we're going to probably do like an exclusive on your shitting, but for now, I'm just really enjoying my drink here. I've got the um, the traditional Buckingham Palace mm. glass again. Uh, it's just a weekly thing that we're gold drinking rim, out of gold rim, mate. Yeah, uh, rim jobs. Good, yeah. <laughs> love a good rim job. Um, <laughs> And tonight I decided I'm going to go with a Contro mixed with a San Pellegrino peach tea. Oh, mate. How is that? I'll tell you what, it's quite peachy. So you've got a French uh, French drink with an uh, Italian, uh, so it's French in Italy, mate. France it's very Italy. Euro, isn't it? It's, you are living the dream. It's it's a harmony, isn't it? It's a, it's a product of France and Italy tonight, folks, uh, in well, a Greek this home. Is a, the, when someone says, lick the peach... This is a very oh. good licking the peach. You know Folks, I'm right? just going for the Canadian club tonight. We're very um, world international, I should say, tonight. We've got uh, Canada, France and Italy here. And then we've got, um, we've got like a bunt cake. Bunt cake? Is that bunt? No, it's gluten-free, mate. It's a chocolate Gluten-free. I've got my, what are they called? Honeycomb uh, chocolates here we're eating away. Hey, talking about honeycomb, the other week I took the wife up to the Barossa for the day just Whoa. to get away, you know what I mean? And we went to the chocolate factory. So the Barossa Valley Chocolate Factory. And they make white chocolate honeycomb. Oh, mate. Love white chocolate. Oh, this was. And they also do white chocolate red licorice. Oh. Right. So like, like your red, red red licorice bullets, but these were massive. Oh, so good. So good. I don't know why I'm talking about that, but whatever. Talking about cakes, man. What's your favorite cake? My favorite cake... I like good cream, mm. um, so I'd probably say something along the lines of 
banana caramel oh. or a tiramisu. Tira. Uh, I love my cream kataifi. Mm. Mate, all the ones that I love, man. But my favourite is banana caramel. It's my favourite uh, cake. Yeah, I like the good old banana caramel. But also lemon cheesecake would be uh, lemon cheesecake. But Yeah, but when we say lemon cheesecake, are we talking about the one that's got like the real lemon curd through it? Yeah, I like that lemon curd. Or man. just like lemon cheesecake with like little flakes of lemon in no, it. No, no, you the full lemon cheesecake, uh, mate. And also because then top it top it with the lemon um jelly on top. Lemon jelly or lemon curd? Jelly. Mm, okay. It's bloody uh, sensational, mate. I love it. Oh, I mean I love a good lemon curd. Actually, talking about cheesecakes, mate, the freaking uh, story back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, but I was at my uh, Yaz house one day, my grandma's, and um I thought, you know what, I, I like uh, creating new things. And I saw some after, you remember the after dinner mints that uh, all the wogs used to have at home, you know, the, yeah. uh, in the packets? And I'm like, why don't I make an a di- after dinner mint cheesecake? Hang on. They're the little mints that they would steal from reception yeah, centers. Yeah, in the packet, where, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like, um, you know, Donato's and stuff like that. Yeah, from five, six years ago. Yeah. No, this is a long time ago, mate. We're talking no, about I'm tw- saying from when you would eat it, yeah. it would be stored in the cupboard from <laughs> five, six years ago when, like, Baraba Mitzor's yeah, um, nephew's Barbers. grandson got married. Yeah, that's yeah. right, and the Canary's uncle's father. But, um, look, he, uh, I thought, you know what, well, let's try an after-dinner mint cheesecake. And I actually created one. It was incredible, mate. It was actually delicious. And I went to Cheesecake Shop. I don't know why I said this. I said, you know what, guys, I've actually created a nice mint cheesecake. I've got a special recipe. They're like, nah, nah, all good. Two weeks later, they got a mint cheesecake, mate. They stole my idea about the after dinner mint. You should have trademarked. Should have trademarked it, folks. If you got an idea, trademark it. Don't let the big companies get you. Hey, so um, another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. Um, I'm not going to mention name because he reckons he's going to be mutual community. He's going to be com- um, incriminated if his name is mentioned on this podcast. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking but about. But he recently invented his own little um, cheesecake too. You know, so there's a Greek biscuit called a melo macarono, oh, which is a... the mela. It's a shortbread dipped mm. in honey and walnuts. Love it, man. And he crushed them and made the base out of that oh, and then made the, a cheesecake. Oh, out of the melo macarono yeah. base. Great stuff. And he, he asked me to talk about cheesecake. So this is a great segue but what to was this che- what was in the cheesecake, though? Like, what is it? Well, just a plain one? see, it was just a, just a cheesecake with a really nice base. So uh, he right. said next time he's going to make that, he might put a bit of like... Uh, you know, like a honey twirl through the cheesecake with a few nuts. How about like a Greek coffee cheesecake, man? Oh, I'm drinking a Greek coffee Actually, right yeah, now. Actually, we're going to try that, folks. We are going to try that Greek coffee cheesecake. You reckon that'll go? I don't know. Greek coffee. You might have to sit down with the wife, mm. prepare a bit of a recipe. She's a bit of a master chef. Ah, uh, mate, the best cook in uh, Australia and New Zealand. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. In the... All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, all right. So let's get uh, let's get on to a couple more topics here, <laughs> um, because you know, Cutler, we've we we have missed a bit of time between our last episode. Yeah, it's been a um, bit of time, isn't it? And I'm just going to put it down to blaming you and um, and Liverpool. Winning the league, yeah, we were um, because celebrating. Folks. I think this is the first day I've heard you with a voice, <laughs> and it's been a week. Yeah, it's been a emotional roller coaster ride, mate. This week, uh, and that, tomorrow morning I'm getting up early, mate. That literally was um, the first proper cup 
that you've seen them raise in your lifetime? I mean, you're what, 36? Yeah, mate. First Premier League, but so, we've had two Champions Leagues, mate. Yeah, all right. Champions League. Butzes, World Cup. Club World Cup. All right. Super Cup. Literally, they haven't lifted a Premier, <laughs> Premier League, League title since 30 years ago. So you were a little tack. A little tacker, mate, running around in the backyard. Um, you know, when we used to be like Rambo and stuff, mate, those days. Uh, hey, I just realised your wife was born the last the time they... <laughs> the last time Liverpool won, the wife was born and she's 30 and they won it for her as a birthday present. So uh, whenever they win it, man, it doesn't matter. Next year we're going back to back, folks. So keep an eye on that. Anyway, we're not going to talk sports because... Yeah, it's not a sports show, We do show, that every mate. Monday night. Um <laughs> Actually, I had something here. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna talk about that in the uh, trailer trash section. The exclusives, mate. Well, I don't know, but I really want to talk about something. Now we're pretty hot on uh, talking about men's health. Ah, uh, always, mate. We are very but avid. I think our our talk show or our podcast is all about men, about relationships, social interaction, business, music, culture, women, self love. If you really want to put Penthouse. that. Penthouse. Yeah, Penthouse as well. I mean, thank you, Penthouse, for your magazines. We've got some great ideas. But I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> Have you ever heard of <laughs> the Jet Hands-Free Cock Milker? The Cock Milker. Nah, man, I haven't. Fucking Jet you haven't as well. Heard. Okay, jet so, as well. So basically, it's a little ring with two steel balls <laughs> underneath it. And what happens is it sits... Pretty much just below the tip of your cock. Hell, Once mate. you're hard, you put it on. and I just slip right on, mate? You just activate it through an app on your phone. Through an app as well. And you literally just let it vibrate up and down. So this is hands-free, Bluetooth, whatever hands you want, free. mate. Chuck it out. So you could sit on your or lay on your bed, right? And this thing will just go up and down, up and down. <laughs> you can you could select the speeds, right? And literally, it, apparently, it feels like someone's doing it for you. Now, I can't see that because, I mean, depending on how big, well, nah, that's again, fucking. It really depends on how big your cock is. is but it's just, it? I just don't why. I mean, if you want someone to jack you off, don't you want them to go all the way up and down the shaft? I just want to launch it, mate. You know, and like with the other hand, maybe play with the balls. <laughs> uh. Well, that's right. So, am I uh, am I wrong in saying that? No, definitely not wrong, mate. Uh, just make sure there's a bit of uh, oil on the finger, mate, as well. So get it in there. Oil on the finger. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying, mate? You're talking a little bit about, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> bit of backdoor, backdoor, backdoor um, massage. You, have you ever had a prostate massage? No, I haven't actually, mate. I was talking to someone the other day who had a prostate massage. Did they enjoy it? Was that at the doctor's or via a... Um... Well, it must have been at the doctor's. And I said, was the doctor a man? And he just looked at me and he goes, that's not the point of the story. I go, so you you had a man stick a finger up a your ass man. to test your prostate. And I go, did you like it? And they said, again, that's not the point of the topic. <laughs> the point was just to check my prostate. Very um, important, folks. Make sure you do that. That's very yeah, important. absolutely. And I said, well, no, I haven't had a prostate examination. I mean, I don't know if you called my experiences in Thailand prostate examination, <laughs> but I don't think they were. Was that on the tuk-tuk? I don't think they were to test whether I had cancer or not. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah. The monkey. Is that I'd with bring, a monkey? Or? I thought I'd bring that up. Was that with a monkey or no? Well, look, the, I don't remember finger, or a hairy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of chicks with dicks there, that's for wow, sure. Look, mate, that's uh, the home of the dick, man. So, um, But look, uh, the, the interesting thing is you didn't say what the name or the company name. It's called Hot Octopus. Hot uh, Octopus. Hotoctopus.com. $89 uh, Australian, mate. Uh, apparently, it's the uh, penis vibrator is the first of its kind with treble and bass technology, mate. So you can See, I'm telling have you. a music in your penis, man. So uh, incredible, folks. Jet uh, will have you begging for an encore in no time. But the only thing is it um, only has one-year warranty. Uh, but there is discreet shipping, folks, as well. So you can get a big box at well, home. Well, one year warranty. I mean, what, what happens you, after you, that? Year, you would mate? hope after that one year, you you know, sort of. It's not as if you can go to Bunnings and get an upgrade or something, mate, or you know, you a part know. or something. You know, you never know. Maybe it's only one year because, oh, well, I don't know why it would be one year. Oh, apparently, it's got an expanding sleeve. Uh, the Guy Brater Innovative Soft Silicone Sleeve flits like a glove, whatever stage you are at. It expands as you do, taking you effortlessly from flaccid to erect and enabling you to reach crescendo hands-free, mate. There you go. The new innovation of hands-free jacking. Can I, can I just make a comment here now? Because I think this is perfect to talk about it. Do you know who would not need to use these? Who's that? The security guards at the Melbourne Quarantine Hotels for COVID. <laughs> you know why? they're letting them out, mate. They're getting no, some... did you hear? No, what happened? So um, they, uh, the government caught about five or six um, security guards that are meant to be keeping people in hotel rooms having sex with them. Are you serious? I'm being serious. It was all over the news today. I haven't seen the so news today. There there was, they were guarding people with COVID. Yet they were inside banging them. And getting COVID. They got COVID, then went back out into the community spreading the COVID. So this is why Melbourne at the moment is completely fucked. Because the security guards were fucking. They can't keep it in their pants, mate. They're supposed to guard the door, but they're just uh, going in the door. If South Australia gets infected again, I swear to God, we need to... I'll lose my shit, man. We need to send some sort of a big, like an arsenal or a bomb or something over to melbourne <laughs> and just like blow up all their borders so we can sort of make them a new island get get rid of them take them away get from rid them. of them mate kick a vic gone kick them when they're down mate eh? hello to all our melbourne friends <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, you can't really blame the people though can you nah look that's, you gotta uh, blame the government the incompetent government it was the same government that said not to come to SA, mate, wasn't well, it? Well, that's right. So uh, That's right. Well, I hope I hope their Premier is eating a big dick right now. Oh, maybe the security guard's giving it to him, mate, as well. Quite so. possibly. Quite possibly. Um, you know what? Let's have a quick break, and we're going to come back with a bit of Toilet Trash exclusives. Yeah. Trash exclusives. We're back now with a few uh, yeah. stupid things that we're going to talk about. Back. And the latest thing I want to talk about is pretty much this. Big Brother. 
Big Brother. Big Brother is watching you. Oh, mate. Are you loving that show? Now, or what? have you, you, you... I'm not watching the current series. You're not. No. But have you ever watched the series of Big Brother? Yeah, I used to love it back in the day, mate. Yeah, that so was the best it, thing. When it first came out, like it was the greatest thing ever. I thought Big Brother was wild. It was amazing. I'd stay up the late. The adults only. The right? adults only Big Brother, you know, every Sunday night. And... Um, Recently, they started it again, and it's been it's been in hiatus for quite a few years here in Australia. Yeah, it's been a long so time. So they built this brand new house, and because uh, they sold that, didn't they? That house. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Dreamworld, and yeah. it got knocked down and all that shit. But they've built a new one, and um, it's now on uh, Australian Network Channel Seven. Channel Seven, yeah. Last Sunday, they recorded an episode where they pretty much they paused the uh, Big Brother filming for two weeks. So everyone is in lockdown in Big Brother at the moment and there's no filming. But the last show they did was on the Sunday where every contestant that was remaining in the house got to call their parents or their family or whatever to basically see if everyone is okay. Because these guys have been locked in the house for so long they have no idea what's going so on. how long have they been in there for, mate? Well, what would it be? At least two is months. Is this now. live? Yeah. Oh, it's live. Okay. So they would have known about COVID prior to going into the house, but they would not know how bad it is at the moment around the world. Yeah. So there's one contestant who um, is in the house and her mother and sister are currently in Netherlands. Now, the Netherlands are currently yeah, yeah. getting smashed. Smashed, man. Over right. There. So, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a weird thing. It's a very weird thing. I remember watching a series of Big Brother many years ago where there was an election that took place halfway through that, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that series. And right Did at the end... Or? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Imagine that. they got a polling booth. That in, is a uh, good question. Big that brother. is a very good question. I don't know. But... Um, what what's funny about it is that right at the end, the, so the last episode, the 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 three um, con, uh, finalists um, sit in front of a big screen and they get like a big uh, you know half an hour snapshot of what what's happened around the world in those last um, you know three months or yeah. whatever how long they've been in there. And I remember like um, I think it was when Kevin O Seven won, I think, I'm not too sure. Mate, yeah, I can't remember. Mate, it sounds... But whoever whoever was in that house at that time, I remember like nearly kicking the TV over because they didn't agree with uh, the new prime minister. <laughs> it's like, uh. mate, you chose to go on this show and be locked away from reality. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd bring that in. But also here, they said that a Big Brother crew member has been exposed to a person who tested positive for COVID nineteen. Ah, that's go. why they That's why they've paused the game. So. Um, uh, Sophie goes, guys, there's something going on. No cameras out the back. None of the cameras are following us anywhere. So it's uh, shut down, mate, for a couple of weeks to see what happens there. They're an ISO in the Big Brother house. So uh, there you go. It's not really something that I like to watch uh, anymore, but uh, there's a lot of good shows on TV. Mind you, I can't stand Sonia Kruger. Kruger's got to go, mate. Got to go. It's old. How old is she now, mate? 52, 55? Oh, I, don't I don't care. Time to retire, love. All right, let's talk about shit. Now, look, I found this, and I thought you would love this one. Um, man nearly dies after putting an eel in his ass. 
So he's got a, a live eel, mate. He's just shoved it right in there, mate. An eel. An eel. <laughs> double E L. Like an a eel, fish, fish an eel, eel from the sea, mate. Uh, was and, it an electric eel? Well, a man, no, this is the reason why. A man in his 50s heard local tales about eels curing constipation. So he thought, you know what? Fuck it, I'm not going to go get a, a laxative. I'll get an eel up my ass. So uh, he thought he'd shove it up there, and he said he'd give it a red-hot go. So uh, unfortunately, he experienced complications, including severe abdominal pain. Um, guess where they're from? China, China. Uh, doctors suspected a foreign object. Uh, the surgery revealed a 40-centimeter-long Asian swamp eel, which had effectively ripped up the man's intestines before dying in his abdomen. So now this leads to me. Have you ever shoved anything up your ass, mate, to get relieve constipation, mate? <laughs> well, I'm just still trying to to get the idea here of. <laughs> This bloke shoved a 40-centimetre eel, eel up to his ass, and it went right through to his abdomen. Intest- yep, straight through. You remember how we said about that guy that went but through his it, pee hole? Isn't the intestines, aren't they like kilometres long? There's one that's massive. Like, I think, doesn't it stretch out to uh, moon or something? <laughs> nah. There's, the, one of the intestines is quite long. Yes, the small intestine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm not sure how he got up there, man, but he just swam up there, mate. Floated in there, ate away his shit, and then died. Jeez, he must have had one loose asshole. <laughs> well, they're not really like. But uh, I tell you, I I not did, solid uh, creatures. I did mate. once shove something up my butt, but I had to because he was. Did um, you get a suppository, mate? Yeah, or a suppository. Tampon? I had to put a suppository up my butt. I've never put a tampon up my ass because on the times that I do have like the runs, really bad runs, it won't work. No, nah, just shit it, out. It mate. will not soak shit up. Oh, mate. Imagine just, yeah. No, nah, it won't soak Can it up, Can you imagine man. you put one up your ass when you got the runs, right? And he just puffs up. Is that what they do? They puff up? Yeah. It right? soaks it up, man. And then you just, like, take it out and you've just got this big puff of fucking <laughs> just shit. Anyway. No, that's the only thing I've ever put up there because I had to. I had a... To alleviate Actually, I reckon, I reckon when I was younger... I had to put a Panadol up my butt. A Panadol? Yeah, well, um, a painkiller because I wasn't able to swallow. Ah, uh, okay. I had something really severe and I wasn't able to swallow, so they put a painkiller up my ass. <laughs> I don't know. I could be dreaming that, but you know what I mean? But, yeah, no, it's that's an eel. An eel, mate. There you go. In China, they take it always to the next level, man. Uh I thought, you know what? Uh, let's Did try. Did he get the eel from the wet market? He may have. He may. He may have uh, contracted the COVID. Did I ever tell you my story about the eel? No. So I went on a cruise in 2012, and um, we stopped at a island called um, um, Numea. Ah, Numea, yeah. Numea, and um, we went snorkeling. S- Right, so you could get off the the big boat um, and then jump on a little boat, and they take you to this little island, um, and you grab some snorkeling gear and go for a you know snorkeling through the reefs. Yeah, the reefs are amazing. Anyway, I actually went out far because I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And you're a good swimmer, mate. You're like Kieran Perkins, mate. Yeah, that's right, Kieran. He was my uh, hero when I was a kid. Valendi Perkins. So I I swim out. And I'm loving it, you know, really love looking down and all that. I had no fear in the world. All of a sudden, this fucking snake, like a white eel, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was thin like a snake. 
literally slithers past me, I reckon about a metre away from me. So I'm looking down and it's at least 50 metres deep, right? But this eel was about a metre away from me. It slithered right past me in the water or swam right past me, should I say. I actually froze. Now, I was about 25, 30 metres out from shore. I froze. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. I must have shit my pants as well because I just... (laughs) There was a stench coming from back, mate. No, there was a very big warmth coming out and the waters were not warm. So, (laughs) mate, I I, I got so scared. From a little snake, man. But how about there could have been sharks there, mate? Yeah, but see, I wasn't afraid of that. I wasn't afraid of that. It was just, I don't know. Because you had heard about the wives' tales of eels going up asses, mate. Well, that's, that's, what ma- it was. That, well, that's exactly what it would have been. They crawl up your ass and they go to your intest- through your intestines <laughs> into your abdomen. Uh, I've, uh, I've swum with sharks before, mate. Sharks, eel, uh, not eels, uh, stingrays in the Gold Coast, SeaWorld. Oh, yeah. Jumped in. And uh, even though they're not uh, sharks that will eat you alive, it is a little bit scary when they're swimming right under you, mate. It's incredible. Do you know what? I'd even be scared to... um, I know how silly this sounds, but I've never done it. I really want to do it. But not scared. It would freak me out at the time, but I reckon I'd be all right to swim with dolphins because you never know. Yes, the dolphin. Yeah, know. well, uh, the wife swam you. with the dolphins and we, uh, myself and my brother went swimming with the sharks, mate. So uh, they were actually still big sharks. They were six-foot sharks. But were you in a tank? No. Oh, they were just swimming, swimming around Swimming re- like reef sharks and stuff, they tiger great sharks. They were white, though. Oh, well, tigers. Yeah. Reef sharks, uh, they were like six-foot six foot long. Yeah, but... You're still, it's still a shark at the end of the day, mate. Tiger, you know, all he wants to do is fuck you. <laughs> Oh, wait, we're talking sharks. Too, sharks, yeah. <laughs> Not Tiger Woods. Okay. Not the woodenator, mate. Yeah, all right. Well, but, interesting. Um, interesting. What else have we got? I don't know. This is in Australia, man. It's incredible what people do, uh, especially in Sydney, man. Uh, apparently, the, there was a pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy turn up in bedroom at wrong address with machetes. So, uh, <laughs> they... Uh, do you know I've heard this? Have you heard this I've one? Heard this, no, well, I haven't heard this exact story, but I've heard that there is a service out there yeah. where you can pay money to live get your abducted. Fantasy. Yeah, get abducted, like with machetes and taken away somewhere, and sort of they get they get excited, man. They get horny over it. But uh, apparently, these guys rocked up in the uh, the bedroom at six fifteen a.m. Uh, they accepted their mistake, saying "sorry, mate." So yeah, they've just woken these people up, dead scared with machetes, uh, and asking if they're Kevin, and they kept saying no. They're like, oh, well, we got this address. Apparently, the guy um, moved and never actually updated his information. <laughs> so they were at the wrong address, unfortunately. Oh, so hang on. So he actually did. He ordered the fantasy. He ordered it, not realizing his account had his old address on it. Correct. What a dickhead. I know. So uh, these guys got the fight of their life at 6.15 a.m. If someone came in at 6.15 a.m., I would have just knocked the shit out of him, mate. Because I'm not a morning person, mate. <laughs> I would have got something and just smashed them. But I uh, swear, I send you SMSs at around 6.50 a.m. Because, you know, that's the time that I'm awake because I've yeah, got kids nah, and shit. That, mate. And I don't get a response from you till at least fucking 10.30. <laughs> I don't answer phones before 10am, mate. What time do you actually start work? I'm a night owl, mate. Like now, I could work till 3 in the morning, mate. You know, it's just how it is. Just love it. I prefer that. I prefer that than working in the morning, mate. So um, uh, let's have a look. How's this one, mate? Strip 
club offers drive-through service during US lockdown. So um, the owner of the business says the main service that we're providing with this food delivery is a little bit of fun. So uh, as you can see, the photo, cars are driving through. Uh, the uh, chicks are dancing on the poles and stripping. So what's that, like a drive-through snitties with titties? Drive-through snitties with titties, man. But... Uh, it's called the Lucky Devil Lounge, uh, and it was transformed, calling it Lucky Devil Eats, because they had to make sure there was food available to be able to have a drive-through service, mate, uh, so, to be an essential, so let me get an this essential right. service. Let me get this right. You drive through, you drive through one window. You, are, you actually drive through the establishment, mate. Oh, right. Okay, so you order your food, and you sit there waiting for your food and watching tits. Yep, and the cooks are in the background getting the food ready, mate, for you. Where's this? Uh, Oregon in Portland. Portland, Oregon, mate. Uh, if we've got any listeners from Portland area or Oregon area, throw us a line. Can mate. you please uh, confirm this for us? Um, and if you are one of the patrons, take a photo, send yeah, it back be to lovely, us. Lovely, mate. That uh, would be fantastic. It says the operation evolved to include takeout with dancers entertaining customers as they drive slowly through the lounge disco-lit car park before getting their food to go. Wow. So you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get some food tonight to the wife. You come back like three hours later. Well, we, oh, they just took forever to bring the, uh, <laughs> the food out. But uh, Lucky Devil, mate, uh, interesting name. But, uh, yeah, so there you go, man. At the end of the day, in these conditions, you've got to find alternative ways to make business, man. And but you know guys- what I don't get? So have you seen the COVID rules in Sydney? No. What so one can go to a strip club. Or a brothel, but you're not allowed to go in, uh, to a nightclub and have a dance. Because is that an essential service? Is it? Well, I don't get. I don't know. In what? the red light district, which is it? No, like no, King's no, no, Cross? no, no. Statewide. Oh, okay. You can go to a brothel. You can go to a strip club, but you can't go to a club and dance. Yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous, man. I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. I don't get it either. But anyway. I mean, you'd think if someone had COVID and they were rubbing their tits in your face, would you not be more, um, you know, <laughs> open to catching it? Oh, bloody oath you would be, mate. Oh, man. I found one more here. We'll go through this and then we can come back to some other things. But scientists went cuckoo due to laughing gas from penguin poo. Now, I'm not sure about this one, man, but apparently nitrous oxide pollution uh, is emitted through the penguin poo. So I think we've been knocked out with some of your poo uh, emissions uh, in the uh, in the past, mate, uh, especially knocking ourselves out a few times, probably unconscious from the stench uh, that you've been emitting. So you must have a relation with the penguins then, mate, uh, because their nitrous oxide is 300 times more polluting than carbon dioxide. How incredible is that? Incredible stat, man. But uh, I can tell you a, a quick story about that. I um, I was at my uh, Yasmo grandma's house and uh, there was a chicken shop around the corner and we thought, this is going back, let's say, 20-odd years ago now. Let's get a chicken and chips for lunch. I was starving. I think it was school holidays. We were, the parents were at the, at the shop and we were at the, uh, the grandparents. As you know, a lot of us were brought up by our grandparents and... Uh, he was like, oh, I can't be bothered cooking. Let's go get chicken and chips. So we got chicken and chips. And we came back, we sculled it. Not sculled it. We uh, knocked it back and um, had a few Cokes and whatever. 
And then we started watching TV in the in the bedroom. It was me and my brother just watching TV, laying down. The you know we ate so much food. Anyway, all of a sudden my stomach started to rumble. I'm like, oh man, this is not going to be good. And like we we're under the sheets, and I just let one rip. Right. I said to my brother, "Have a whiff, man." He had a whiff, and he just you see his head just go back. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking out cold, mate. It was, I reckon, nitrous oxide times 4,000, mate. He was knocked out unconscious, man. So uh, it, it Do does happen, I mate. Get, I don't get with my guts, right? So if I get a really bad stomach pain after eating something and all that, um, I'll go to the toilet. I'll do what I need to do. Then the second I finish, right, I'm wiping my ass and then pff, there goes another, another one. Another one, you, know? you just so like it launch it over everywhere. Again. And then once I'm done, I then you know go lay down on the bed or whatever. That's that's probably my mistake laying on my stomach. Oh man! But then it's just this build up of like real like gack. Yeah, like not gack, like <laughs> real um, methane Ooh. methane smell. You know, that's the worst. Could light a bloody fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been a lot of those nights, man. Using fans and stuff. It's uh, been incredible. Now, guys, this episode is going to be uh, a little bit shorter than our previous episodes, purely because we were um, hoping Teeing up a big to one. tee up a guest this week. Um, but unfortunately, um, you know, things do happen and we couldn't do that this week. Uh, last minute uh, change. We will get it on hopefully next week. Beautiful. Um, but that's going to be a long one for sure. That man. will. That will. And that's going to talk a lot of shit. Like, I'm, I don't even know where we're going to go. Wherever it goes, mate. Wherever it goes, we go. Wherever it goes, man. Um, look, I think we're going to leave it there we'll for We'll leave tonight. it there, folks. We'll give you a, a bit of a break because next week's going to probably be about three hours and 42 minutes. So uh, <laughs> just get ready for that one. Get uh, your in scotches. The mean, in the meantime, we're going to read Penthouse Magazine between now and next episode. You know, really load ourselves up with some articles. We've got the latest edition here too, mate. That's all I read it for. I read it for the articles. It's actually M. It's not even, it's not even R. It's actually M. Rated. I know. It, on the front cover, it says 15 plus. Not recommended. Yeah, so it's so 15 and over, mate. So there you go. It's actually a very, uh, very nice magazine. Um, My wife was reading it the other day and she goes, oh, this is really interesting. Look, it's got some really nice articles. It's in even it. got China and Donald Trump in there, mate. And um, I said, oh, yeah, you know. I, I said to her, oh, but I, I still think your ass is better than anything in there. <laughs> And she goes, are you fucking joking me? Have you seen the amazing asses in this magazine? I'm like, okay. Well, Have a Budweiser. You want to drink there? Do I respond to that? Anyway, all good. Folks, I'll tell you what. Get onto the penthouse. It's a brilliant edition. Uh, actually, very good reading, folks. Uh, if you want to listen up to some Trump or some uh, photos of the subway, get into it. Uh, all right. Some interesting well, picks, mate. That was the Toilet Trash Project for episode six. Um, six already. Yep. Yeah, a show where we talk about pretty much anything, everything, no substance no at all. No substance, mate. Tonight um, was actually no substance, just whatever no, we came to. No, it is. Time, we, we're just, like we said, we're just two blokes with no two fucking blokes. idea. Fuck. Nah, I want. All right. Val and JG signing off. Yes, us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought it was on the Greek radio. Good night, folks. Well, I don't know if you say good night because they might not be listening well, at night. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. There you go. Goodbye. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>